Peace and love to you and yours. I am Brandon, a.k.a. Shallow in the Deep. Back with another episode of the Garden Podcast, where we nurture the roots, plant the seed, and work through the fertilizer of life, because at the end of the day, we're all dealing with some shit. So, let's grow together. Peace and love to everyone out there, you and yours, and mine. I am here with a return guest. Yes. Wait, what What did you want to go by? Bing Bang Lobo. Bing Bang Or just Lobo. Michael Lobo. <laughs> Michael Lobo, a.k.a. So sorry. Bing Bang Lobo. Bing Bang <laughs> I love Lobo. It. That's awesome. Bing Bang Lobo. Host of, what, what's, your, what's your podcast called? I don't even know. You All right, just, uh, just, just because uh, the Human Experience podcast, you can it's, follow it's it. It's human with an E. Human with an E. Like colors, right? Yeah, the colorful, colorful spectrum of being human. You're so creative. Holy I, shit, that was me, and then now when I have to explain it, it takes forever. That's fine. just, yeah. That's okay. So, It fills in the space. It does. It fills, <laughs> when, then I saw your, the, the garden podcast. Damn it! Simple. It's to the point. <laughs> no, Son but, of a bitch. See, okay, but I saw yours and I was like, "Damn, that's dope." Damn, I got a colon. I have parentheses. He got, he got a parentheses I in got, there. Uh, wow, fucking amazing. Damn it. So legit. It's terrible. I also like that you do different, uh, different covers for each episode. Yeah. They make me laugh. Cool. They're I'm great. glad. That's They're why great. I try to embody the episode. Good. Now. Good. Yeah, I love it. Uh, so yeah, which we're here today talking about identity and self-awareness, being aware of yourself. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I thought we were talking about 13 Reasons Why. You know why I have not seen that? I barely saw it. Is it good? This, this, it's really good. I thought See, it was going to be stupid. I thought it was trash because like, the first season, everyone was like really just reading it to shreds, and I was like, I don't want to be triggered. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. think I need this. Oh, it's, the, it's definitely uh, triggering. Oh, it definitely is. I uh, it's won't see it's it. really hard to watch. Yeah, but I probably uh, won't watch yeah. it. Man. Do you watch Euphoria? That's on my list. Watch it. It's, uh, it's so on my list. good. Oh my Greg god! Greg was telling me about it. Okay, without giving away too much, there's an episode where the main character she goes like really in depth about depression. Uh huh. Oh, it's so fucking good. Yeah. I mean, the whole the whole show is amazing, uh. but that episode, like I watched it and I was like, yes. That's the that's fucking Damn. it. It's, yeah. Watch it, dude. It's cool. Fucking amazing. Uh, I'm excited yeah. for you to watch it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we we've talked about identity. I don't know how many times we just had a conversation about yeah. it. Um, so I guess to be cliche and you know give yes the cliche. typical the typical uh, cultural awareness question. What does identity mean to you? Um. Being too gay. No, um, <laughs> what is identity? Well, that that's a great because it's it's not just one thing anymore that I right. think society has figured out. There's right, right. sexual orientation, religion. There's all these things that kind of go into it. And then even when it's 
uh, when you are a part of it, right? If you if you are white or black or Asian, mm-hmm. you don't have to um, specifically go with what white people usually do or right. what black people use or whatever it is. Right. Um, so it, it breaks down into all these tiny little, tiny little things, and I'm mm-hmm. still trying to figure a lot of that out. Love that. Yeah. I love that. This is not airing. It is. It is okay. Cool. It's I'm gonna, okay. I'm not gonna even edit it. Yes. So, so that whole like minute and a half was talking about shows. Yeah. That yeah. Perfect. Too. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People respond well to that. At least I think so. I could be sabotaging my own podcast. This you're self sabotaging. This is not that episode. <laughs> To get that Courtney. episode already. <laughs> I'm sorry, Courtney. So, um, with, I guess I could ask, with establishing that identity makes up all of these different things, I would say, or I would ask rather, um, like at what point in your life were you aware of your identity or aware that you even had an identity? Ooh. Uh, well, then I guess it, it depends on what um, specific identity subset you want to talk. Like, so if we did religion, mm-hmm. uh, that's the first thing that pops in my head. My, the, I was raised Christian, and my parents were super religious. Mm-hmm. Um, but things kept happening to me through life, like child abuse, getting molested, and just shit. And mm-hmm. where I came to like there's no god um which my mom can't handle uh every time i bring that up um i'm i'm more to the point now where i I say well you can't prove either way Mm -hmm. um so i'm not i'm not being a total asshole and saying there is no god but um so as far as that is um i'd say probably 20 which is i i think late because i i tried to commit suicide when i was 18 mm-hmm. um, and I, I was going through my yearbook uh, and I called everyone have a good summer here's my mm-hmm. phone number so I called the bitch and uh, she probably didn't think I'd call I'm no she's not like a bitch but okay we're editing this out no we're not okay I, I called her <laughs> and I, I don't think I say bitch because I don't think she would have anticipated that I would have called her for this uh, probably would have been like, let's get pizza. But um, it became, hey, I'm, I need you to talk me out of killing myself. Um, and so she was very religious. Mm-hmm. So she t- told me about God and everything has a meaning and mm-hmm. the whole thing. So then I started going to church mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and it's, it, I went for, I think, a good year. Mm-hmm. And it, it didn't click. Um, but And so I figured myself out. And so around 1920, as far as... Uh, um, the religious identity mm-hmm. goes. Um, do you want to do? I don't know if you want to do every single. Well, I, whatever uh, you want uh, to talk about, like, because that's that's the thing for me, is that with identity as a concept and everything, I wasn't even remotely aware of that. Like, probably until I got to college, you know, yeah. probably until I hit twenty. Because growing up, it wasn't, like, I was always hyper aware of, I am black. Mm-hmm. I am in this family. And I am not poor, but I'm 
for damn sure not rich. Uh-huh. Like, beyond very surface level shit, I was not aware of just identity. Because, like, I remember, I think I, I had to have been, like, 11. And my mom flat out asked me, who are you? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's such a simple you tell question. Me, mom. Right. Yeah. It's, it's such a simple question, and I could not answer it. It's like, you don't know who you are? I'm like, I've never been asked this before. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. You know? Because, like, I would give answers like, I'm your son. I'm Brandon. And she's like, okay, but who is Brandon? I'm like, I don't know. Brandon does what his mom is telling yeah. him. Yeah. You know? So I think as kids and, you know, even, you know, into adulthood, our identity more or less is shaped by our home life or our family. Oh, yeah. And so I'm probably even getting ahead of myself, but with answering the question of, you know, when did you become aware of identity? I feel like many people would say somewhere around college age. Yeah. Just for the simple fact of self-exploration. Mm-hmm. And I know some people, I have, I have personal friends who they, if you ask them about their identity, they will bring up their childhood and their religious upbringing and everything else and how that's still very much who they are. But then I also have other friends that are like, like I didn't figure myself out until a year ago. Uh-huh. Like, and it's so it's so interesting to me, like with because even with boiling it down to a few uh, a few like subgroups, there are still elements of those subgroups that I feel like a lot of people haven't figured out. Uh-huh. Like so, even with religious re- religion, for me, I was raised Christian or Baptist. I went to a Baptist church. Uh, I'll say Christian, whatever. Um. But then, like, very similarly, things were happening. I mean, much later in life, but I would notice things happening around me and be like, "Mm, God, what the hell? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I remember learning about Greek mythology and learning about Buddhism and and all of these other things that made just a little bit more sense to me. Uh Uh-huh. And especially like with Buddhism, like reading up on that and doing my own research, I was like, this connects. Cool. This this connects with me. With Christianity, there are elements that did not connect with me. And I'm like, I'm the type to ask questions. Mm. So the moment that I realized like this, this church life might not be for me anymore was the moment that I asked my youth pastor about something that was contradictory that he mm. said. And it was something about, uh, something to the effect of, as Christians, we believe that all other religions are wrong. And that, cool. Like, and, like, and I, I may be paraphrasing, I may be getting this completely wrong, but as I remember it, this was what he said. Uh As Christians, we, you know, we're taught to believe that these other religions are wrong and believers of those religions are going to hell. And I raised my hand because I was like, who are we to judge? Uh-huh. Like, aren't we supposed to just love thy neighbor? Yeah. That's what I thought, too. And, and, like, I remember not getting a straight answer. And I'm like, okay, but this does not make sense to me. Yeah. Because on one hand, you are saying that my God is saying that they are damned to hell. 
But in another in the next stanza, I'm supposed to love everyone and treat everyone as my equals. But we are saying you are beneath me because you don't believe what I believe. Mm-hmm. This does not add up. Yeah, <laughs> it does yeah. not make sense. And he could not answer my question. And I'm mind you, it's like vacation Bible school, so it's all the kids that are my age at the time. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, well, yep. pretty much done with this shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is it. And I used to be very involved in the church, like, president of the youth group. And oh. I was in charge of, like, whenever there were new kids there, like, in our age range, in our age range I was supposed to be the point of contact for them to tell them about events that we were having and stuff like that. I planned a few events. Like, it, it was... Very intense. Mm-hmm. And at the time, very fulfilling work. But, yeah, at that moment, I was just like, hmm, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. I don't like this anymore. And it wasn't necessarily like, okay, Christianity is out for me. That was, but it was very much like, okay, organized religion might be out for me. Yeah. Because this is not okay. Right. And it didn't help talking to my super Christian auntie. And all she was telling me was like, I distinctly read, and I'll never forget this conversation because she was like, as the youth pastor, it is his job to give the word to you guys, and he can't let your questions trip him up. And I'm like, what? But if he has the knowledge, my questions should not trip him up. Yeah. And I remember asking my auntie, I'm like, do I need to talk to, what was the pastor's name? Reverend Reavers. He was the, the head pastor. I'm like, do I need to talk to him? Yeah. about this because the dude in charge of the children the children has confused children yeah, yeah. so what am I supposed to do here how am I supposed to grow in my faith and she didn't really have an answer and I'm like if your whole shit is falling apart off of one question uh huh what, what's going on here what yeah, is yeah. going on so that moment for me and the subsequent con- uh, conversation after that really solidified it for me. Like, okay, that in the church might not be for me. Mm-hmm. So that identity definitely changed. It went from being someone who was very religious and very involved in the church as a Christian mm-hmm. to mm-hmm, don't want to do church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More spiritual than Christian. Yeah. Um, that's just that's interesting because uh, another like of the subset. Mm-hmm. So I've always I how what so in the <laughs> in my fraternity. So um so we're very open mm-hmm. me and my brothers and so uh, I I started figuring out. So whereas you left like the label behind, but you went more towards like an open-minded mm-hmm. spirit. Uh, I went from sort of just. I like girls. Uh, and mm. I started noticing I also started liking men too. Mm. But I didn't I didn't know what to call it. And then, you know, again, college, right? We, we right. go to each other's events. And mm. uh, it might have been GRL that had one of these events. They, but, were, uh, they were good for those Yeah, events. they were great. Um, and uh, I think that's when I learned about, like, the term pansexual. Yeah. And that's when I thought, oh, that's that's me. And yeah, so it was I, like, went, I went towards... Light bulb. Cool. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. And so um, I like that when I, it was Buddhism, you were saying that mm-hmm. you connected... I, I felt it with the yeah. that that label. Yeah. Um, right away, yeah. It's funny with that too, like, for me, 
it wasn't and I just I just recently had this conversation um like in terms of sexuality like I hadn't had much interaction with anyone on that spectrum mm-hmm. until I got to college and my roommate shout out to Juan Carlos love you um I remember when he came out to me mm-hmm. and it was eye-opening because that year that's my freshman year I had two friends come out to me and both of them were very scared to come out to me and I'm like why we're homies like yeah 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 and I did because I didn't know shit about the things that you know people on the spectrum deal with on on a day to day having friends and family cut them off and shit Mm -hmm. so Juan Carlos broke it down for me and he was explaining it and I was just like oh Okay, well, yeah, I'm not gonna do that to you because you, you're my people's. Like, yeah, yeah, I fucks with you, and so I remember a period of time, like when I first joined my fraternity, and like the brothers that I gravitated towards all happened to either be gay or bi, mm-hmm. and they put me onto a lot of information that I wasn't getting otherwise, and for me, I've always been very open-minded and accepting, so it was like. At the core of things, I'm like, yeah, these are these are my guys, these are my my brothers, these are my people, but I mean, they're just human beings trying to live. So, I mean, right, I have no problems going to Pride or whatever. But I remember, <laughs> I remember several people wondering very loudly, "Oh, are you gay?" Nah. Then why are you going to Pride? Because my friends invited me. Right. Why do you have to be? There's gonna be drinks. Uh, and and beats. I like beats. Uh-huh. It's gonna be fun. Might learn some things. Right. And I remember brothers asking. I remember, I remember my mom asking. And that was frustrating as hell because her logic, like many people's, was, oh, because you're going to the events, and I don't know any straight men that goes to these events or whatever. And I'm like. Live a little, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't really care about. I mean, I care about who will be there and the purpose behind it. But at the very core of things, one of my friends invited me to an event they want me at. I'm yeah. going, you know. Um, but I, I distinctly remember my mom asking me several times, and even after I told her, "No, mom, I'm straight," because I just want you to know that if you are, you know, like I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna right. love you yeah, any yeah. differently. And I'm like, that's cool. But I'm telling you I'm straight. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not questioning that at all. Uh-huh. And she kept doing it. And I remember I kind of like lost it one day. I got really emotional. And she's like, what's wrong? And I was like, you keep asking me this. And you keep saying, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to love you any differently. But I'm telling you what I am. Mm-hmm. So you don't believe me. Yeah. No, it's not that. Obviously you don't. Because otherwise... You would just say, okay, cool. And just leave it. And just leave it at that. That I'm a straight dude who is open-minded and isn't fucking hateful. Like, mm-hmm. doesn't really take much, you yeah. know? Um, so even just being comfortable in my sexuality and everything else, even that whole identity was a bit skewed because recently... Um, someone referred to me, I've been called pansexual, and I've been called, uh, demisexual. 
Ooh. Which I I didn't know. Demisexual. What is demisexual? Essentially, with I'm um, paraphrasing. I know someone's probably gonna listen to this and check me, but demisexual is um, is essentially not having sexual attraction without um, no no I got that wrong. As far as sexual attraction, it's rooted in. Um, having a strong connection with someone's energy. So it's, it's regardless uh, of gender, regardless of sex, yeah. it's purely based on having that soulful connection, their vibes, their energy, Ooh. and everything else, which describes me fucking perfectly. Yeah. Um, and I think part of it, if I'm not mistaken, part of it is that there's no sexual attraction without that. Yeah. Which hey, pr- pretty fucking, hey, yeah. pretty fucking spot on. But I wanted to do more research on it before, you know, I say, oh, yeah, this is me. Um, and then, who was it that called me? Oh, uh, what's her face? When we did your podcast here, uh, what was her name? Kelly. Yeah. yeah. She called me that, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm getting weird energy here. I don't know what it is. Oh, Kelly. <laughs> but it made sense to me. I was yeah, like, yeah. Well, that's possible. Like, I don't, but then I thought, I'm like, I don't think I've ever actually been sexually attracted to guys. Yeah. But I can definitely say, oh, yeah, that guy's good looking. Yeah. I say you're good looking all the time. Yeah. My pants yeah. are off right now for everybody listening. Well, you didn't have to tell everyone. Okay, damn it. My pants are not off right now. <laughs> Shit. Damn it. I was told there'd be a camera. It's up there. Up. Oh, perfect. Throw <laughs> bah, bah. it back one time. Oh, no. <laughs> Said no one ever to me. Said Josh Watson. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I find that even um, sexual identity is very uh, fluid. Oh yeah. And like it's like the first time I heard someone say that uh, sexuality is a spectrum, I was like, huh? They explain that again? Yeah, yeah. Because I know what I like. But when they broke it down for me, they're saying like, you know, everything, nothing. I feel like nothing is. Uh, what's the word I want to use? stationary everything's constantly moving yeah stagnant that's that's thank you cool. words yeah, no god problem. damn yeah. it stagnant and so i have noticed as far as sexuality for me is that it goes from mm, actually i don't want to say that because i feel like that would be misleading and negating anyone that might be on that spectrum because i was gonna say like it goes from uh like hypersexual or whatever, uh-huh. demisexual, pansexual, and then asexual. But I'm like, mm, not exactly. That's just yeah. Sometimes I like sex. Or it could sometimes just be, I'm like whatever. Just be you. Yeah, I'm just, just I'm just be, here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. So, but it's it's interesting with you pair when you pair sexuality with masculinity oh, and what oh that boy. looks like. Yeah. And I had tweeted something recently about uh. I like clothes and stuff like that. And talking about patterns and colors. And I'm like, mm. dude, do you guys not like flowers? Like, what I the hell? I love flowers. I love yeah. flowers. I look great in flowers. Like, I love floral yeah. prints and bright colors and everything else. And, there, of course, there's always that that uh, generalization and that stereotype. Like, oh, only, uh, only women wear bright colors. Or only mm-hmm. uh, effeminate men uh-huh. wear brighter colors. And I'm like... Dude, I just look great. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, just I just look, look good? Can I just like, look good, man? Please. Can I just... 
Like this pink, this pink shirt is amazing. It looks nice. great. On yeah, yeah. Get some color in your life. Um, so as as far as just to bring it back around, here we go. As far as identity is concerned, as far as being aware of one's identity, I would say for both of us, it was around like college age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where a lot of it. Yeah, and I feel like it's very much shaped by our experiences in college and like just being in different environments, Greek life being a huge oh, yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but even, you know, you talk about subgroups, even as far as identity is concerned with Greek life. Uh-huh. I've found okay. that moving a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> because I, the only two, uh, I guess, notions of Greek identity that I thought of were either the white Greeks. Oh, that's a big one, yeah. Or black Greeks. Uh-huh. And then there's me, somewhere... I won't even say in the middle because of like Greece. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're all the way. That's way all over there. All the way over there. That's an outlier. Uh-huh. But being, I guess, D9 adjacent, uh-huh. for lack of a better word, is very interesting to me because, you know, for people in my family or other black people that I come across, when I say I'm in a fraternity, they automatically think black Greeks. And they, mm-hmm. there are a lot of connotations that come with that. And I'm like, nah. Well, we do some of that stuff, but not all of it. Mm-hmm. And then they look at me weird. And then on the flip side, if I meet white people or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, I'm in a fraternity, and they think, oh yeah, <laughs> white frat guys, and I'm like, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's always interesting to me trying to figure out what the identity is, mm-hmm. like concretely. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm talking. That, well, that's an interesting one, because that's a big one of, uh, whereas our, our sexual orientation or religion, that's us personally. Right. But for us fraternity, since that's such a big, sort of like societal, because I get the whole thing too, and I go, oh, I'm in a fraternity. Well, yeah, you, you frat hard, bro. You know? <laughs> yes, we that's We never fratted hard, bro. <laughs> like, I hate it so much. Um, and so I, I'm glad I'm, I'm part of a multicultural, like, ethnic um, organization, because I'm like, fuck, man, they, they get arrested for shit, they're, they're raping yeah. people, like, yeah, fuck, and then, and then you have, like, orgs, like yours or mine, or people, other people doing community service, yeah, and shit, doing no good one, in the world, no one talks about that, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, so it's weird, yeah. um, but then, uh, and then, uh, you know, uh, some of my kids' parents will, will find, videos of Jeremiah and I strolling. Mm. They go, what is, what is this dance? <laughs> what are you and Jeremiah doing there? And, uh, and I have to like explain, like, well, it started with uh, these fraternities and sororities, but um, we're, we're continuing the tradition yeah. on. But, uh, yeah, no, that that's a weird one because weird. it's controlled kind of ab- above, not above, I'd say outside of us. Yeah. How it's portrayed. Yeah. Um, uh, definitely how it's portrayed is outside of our realm and like it's so interesting too because there are so many things there's so many for lack of a better word quirks about being greek oh yeah that other people just will not understand Mm -hmm. like not touching someone's leather yeah letters i don't let it touch the ground don't let it touch the ground or have them on your back or what like i i used to work in detail at Earnhardt Ford and um, for those of you that don't know it's uh, detailing cars and like 
uh, someone brought a car back, and I recognized the license plate. Uh-huh. It was a Q. Uh-huh. And it has the letters on there. Yeah. And um, I made the mistake of telling them, telling the guys, I'm like, hey, mind you, these are all guys that, one, never been to college. Okay. Uh, majority of them had never been outside of, like, South Phoenix. Okay. So, very foreign to them. Uh-huh. But I told them, I was like, hey, out of respect, like, don't touch those letters. Uh-huh. Like, wipe around them, whatever. Like, I understand we got to get it, get the car clean, but do not touch those letters. And they thought it was a joke. So, of course, they, like, oh, go to touch them. Oh, no. And because it's Greek instinct, I'm, like, slapping the yeah. hands away. Yeah, yeah. And they think it's funny. I'm like, no, like, for real, this is a problem. Don't do this. Uh-huh. Um... And it was, it was so bad. Like, I took the car up, and, like, I saw the guy. And he, like, looked at me. And I was like, I I already know. We good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, all right. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, and, like, when I went back, like, they were asking, like, what is that about? And I'm like, it's a respect thing. Like, I'm in an organization. I wouldn't touch someone else's letters. Uh-huh. Like, the only circumstance would be if that person, whoever it is, Gave me explicit permission, and even then, I'm not touching the letters. I'm You're going grabbing right, <laughs> yeah, around. can't feel it around yeah. it. Like if I'm handing them their shirt, like I'm not touching their letters because mm-hmm. those are not mine. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, I couldn't like give them any example because for them it's just like whatever, like, it's not important. And I'm like, but it is. It's so important. And they even still, they were like. Wait, so those aren't your letters? And I'm like, no. Then why, then do, why you do you care, Brandon? And I'm like, ah, oh, god damn it. It's, you gotta be Greek to understand. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, that's always weird. Yeah, it's yeah. Even always uh, weird. Serena, my wife, she's in a Panhellenic sorority. Mm. And so even the, like, oh, she'll get it because she's Greek. Right. She There's still some things that doesn't translate over to, to yeah. Pan-IFC. Yeah. And so... She'll be folding my shirt with letters. Like, oh, no, 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 give me that. Give me that. Give me, give me, give me all the laundry with letters. Give me all the... Or I was trying to get my, my keychain off when I had the letters on it. And she uh, goes, just give me the whole thing. It's because she's moving my car. I can't. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Just, I won't touch it. I won't touch the keychain. I don't believe I, you. I don't care. It's still like your clothes. And you're, you're too close. I can't. And, I go, nah. and she's like, just tell me what. And I go, it's it's just important. All right. Just and she would even ask me like, "Can you get my uh, my purse or whatever?" And I had her letters. I go, "I okay." And I grab it like really, uh, really tight. Yeah, on the yeah. sides. And there you go. Um, so sometimes she'll fuck with me. She goes, uh, "If you uh, what was it? If you're out too late, I'm gonna put on your crossing jacket and I'm walking." Out. <laughs> <laughs> I go, you die. She goes, "When you're not here, I put on all your letters." <laughs> fuck. She's dancing in your tiki's. Doing all the chants. <laughs> you know, damn it. And uh, my son Ivan will fuck around too. He's like, say E white, say E white. And I'll go, don't you say it. <laughs> oh fuck yeah. But no, the the little traditions. Yeah. It's, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Do you feel strange explaining it to outsiders? And they're like, what are you talking? Yes about? and no. Like, like I, it makes it, sense to us. It obviously. comes in waves, honestly. It's okay. like, um, <laughs> like. Oh, side note, I have a girlfriend now, so... What? Yeah, I do. Oh, shit. We'll talk about it. Uh, so, I was explaining to her about uh-huh. being in Greek life, and she, like, knows a little bit because she was gonna go Greek. Um, and I told her, I was just like, yeah, uh, 
explained to her like some of the things that we do mm-hmm. or why we do them. Like I had a meeting yesterday. I was like, ah, I'm in a meeting. It feels weird because it's so foreign to her. Yeah. She's like, yeah, all right, do what you do. Um, I've dated non-Greeks before. Like, and I was dating a non-Greek when I crossed, and that was very weird. Uh huh. That was, she didn't understand a lot no. of stuff. Um, but for the most part, for the most part, it's not really weird. Like, I'll get the weird look depending on depending on who it is. Like, if it's black people, they assume D nine, so they'll start. Sometimes they'll start naming D nine. Like, oh, are you Kappa or are you a Sigma? I'm like, none of those. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wait, what? What else is there? Yeah. Uh, with white people, I don't even explain it to them. Yeah. At all, because the whole "oh, you Fred hard" like that reaction, I nah. Yeah, yeah. I will mention like, oh yeah, I'm doing this with my fraternity or doing this with my brothers or whatever. But for the most part, explaining it is it's gotten easier. Yeah. Just because I'm eight years in now. Yeah. Uh, when I first crossed, it was. Yeah. Weird, cause like my mom understood, cause she played Zetas in college. Um, explaining it to some of my other family members was weird, cause they would ask questions that I can't answer. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you guys? Mm, nothing. Nothing. Can't Why are you meeting every night, Michael? <laughs> I don't know what's. We're hanging out. Uh, Every night until two. Uh, Start putting just, things together. Why are your shoes so muddy? I, I just leave it alone, Mom. Why are you so tired? Uh, 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 who are those people crying in the car? I. Oh shit, I didn't drop them off. Fucking damn fuck. it. I'll uh, be back. I'll be back. I'm so sorry. Um, the biggest one I get is... Uh, like, because we'll call each other by our line names. Yeah. yeah. And then people are like, what? That's not Jeremiah's name. Why <laughs> right. would you call him that? And right. And like, we have our names. Oh, my God, what's your... What would mine be? Ooh, Bitch, what do you mean, what would yeah. yours... I don't fucking know what yours yeah. would be. <laughs> oh. What would mine be? Or what, would, what does that mean? What does that what is, mean what your to name you? Mean? Uh, Lord. I think the only the only non Greek that I've ever told the meaning of my line name to was my mom. Well, yeah, she pushed but you yeah, out. Yeah, of, and like that's different. Body, yeah, like my line name has to, kind of has to do with her. So like, yeah, I explained it to her, and she was like, "Oh, I love it." Yeah. But like anybody else, I'm like, mm. no, even especially like other Greeks too, because like. Like, I have certain, I have specific friends that I may tell. Even even then, like, it doesn't come up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and, like, it's it's always interesting to me because there's some other Greeks that will read my line name and they'll translate it because it's in Spanish. And the direct translation is Son of God or God's Son. Mm-hmm. Now, God's Son is also an album by Nas. Yes. So I've had several Greeks, and our our soul connection is like music. And like, oh, what's up, Godson? And I'm like, no. Nope. Nice try. <laughs> nice try, but no. Yeah. Wrong, you are. Yeah. <laughs> and even there's been a few Greeks that will call me by my line name, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. I don't. I, don't I really thankfully know you. not really have that. There was there yeah. was one Gamma uh, from Tucson. She would. I I fucked with her. She was cool. Like, that's how she learned my name. Because okay. for the longest time, like, we hadn't actually 
met in person. Okay. But she seen my jacket or whatever, and she knew it was me. So, that that was okay. Mm-hmm. But other Greeks randomly has been like, like saying my name. I'm like, why? Oh. No, don't do that. Yeah. We're not cool like that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I am branded. Uh, yeah, you're branded. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, hell. Uh, I was going to bring one up with, is, do you have any uh, pieces of identity where you kind of uh, struggle with? And I asked this because when, when I was 18, my senior year, mm-hmm. uh, is when I found out. So I was raised by a Filipino lady and a Filipino man mm-hmm. who I refer to as mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess the Filipino man was not my biological father. Ah. I didn't find out until I was 18. Ah. So I grew up thinking I was full Filipino. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I was 18, they he told me, no, your dad is, is, is white. He's Irish. And I go, excuse oh. me, what the fuck? And so oh. now, now I'm half Irish all of a sudden. <laughs> and so then I'm like, oh, what does that mean? And I, I struggle with it. Um, and it, it was kind of cool at times. Like, uh, I'm half Filipino, half Irish. Right. Uh, it's not so cool uh, during the Trump era where they're like, fuck white people. And I go, fuck, I'm half. <laughs> but then it, it goes it. with that, like, well, I don't subscribe to, like, what a lot of white people are doing. Um, so that, that's where I struggle with. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I, I never, well, I haven't met him. I've never, I don't want to meet him. Right. Um, but I don't know. Do you have anything where uh, that's kind of. Yes and no. Okay. Um, recently, I started having thoughts, and I think I asked my family about it. Um, it's it's an interesting thing being African-American. Mm-hmm. Like, I have read before that oftentimes uh, African-Americans are considered... What was the phrase? Uh... Not, not lost people. Something to that effect. Something to the effect of being lost children. Okay. As it relates to Africa. Because a majority of us cannot trace our right. ancestral heritage. And that, there's something very sobering about that. Because it's like, where do I come from? Naturally, okay, Africa. Okay, but where? Well, yeah. Like, how far it's back can up. we trace this? Yeah. And... It's so fucking crazy. I've asked, like, my aunties about it, and the furthest back that they've been able to trace it is, like, I think 1700s or something like that. Okay. And then it just kind of, like, stops. And I'm like, fuck! <laughs> like, I, I I get a little envious when I see other black people and they have, like, the flags of their country. I'm like, I don't have a flag. And I'm not rocking America. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like... I'm, I refuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which is why I love uh, the Pan-African flag, the black, red, and green one. Yes. Um, when I first learned about it, I was like, okay. Oh, so this, rep- this, is, this is for us. It's for all of us. Okay, bet. I need 50 of them. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm still trying to find one that's big that I can hang in my room. Um, but as far as, you know, struggling with, like, who who I am, you know, ethnicity-wise and everything else, it's so tricky because, like, I've always just known black, African-American, and it wasn't until I got older that I started wondering, like, okay, but what else am I? Right. Like, 
what the fuck? <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Right. Um, so it's like, on one hand, I wonder about it and struggle with it. On the other hand, I'm like, I won't get any answers. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because it's like, it's almost like walking into an empty library. You just like open the door like, okay, I'm, I'm prepared to learn and, oh, oh shit. Shelves. Empty shelves. Empty fun. shelves. Cool. All right. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, and like, that's, that's another thing too. When Ancestry.com came out. Yeah, yeah. And like 23andMe and everything. I was so tempted to do it. So tempted. But thank goodness for my natural distrust of the government. Because I, th- like, it took me all of five minutes of extra thought where uh-huh. I was like, how would they trace this? Uh-huh. As far as, and I, I could be wrong, they probably are able to actually trace it, but as far as my DNA makeup and everything, how could they accurately determine where my ancestors are exactly from considering the extended number of years of wiping all of that shit out. Mm -hmm. So everything, as far as whatever tribe my people came from, whatever part of Africa my people came from, whatever languages we spoke, everything, none of that shit exists to me. Uh So how is this database supposed to tell me okay yeah you're part of this part that part this like that doesn't make sense to me because uh-huh. you're relying on a database when the beginnings of the database are either erased or altered mm-hmm. so but that's like borderline conspiracy theory type <laughs> thing but I just I don't trust it at all and yeah I, yeah there were more and more black people that I would talk to about it and they would say the same thing like yeah something about this just does not seem right <laughs> like yeah, yeah. it doesn't seem 100% factual so I don't know maybe someone in my family will do it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Maybe laughs> and just relay the information yeah. just fill in your part right <laughs> right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I thought yeah I thought about doing that just cause I don't want to know right. my dad personally or I don't want to know all that mm-hmm. personally so yeah yeah I was interested and that, that would be it'd be interesting to know the, the actual science yeah. uh, behind it but yeah I get the whole you know, especially when, when Trump or, like, some shit is popping off. And I'm like, man, fucking white people, why do you got to be so ignorant? And they're like, aren't you half? And I go, I just found out, though, like, that doesn't count. I'm new into like, this. I'm still following my, like when you said in the last episode, I'm following my paperwork. Following my paperwork. <laughs> I'm like, I haven't got the card yet, so. I haven't got my certification yet. I'm like, everyone thinks I'm Mexican. Like, no one mistakes me and is like, oh, that white guy over there. It's either Mexican or Cambodian lesbian. Like, I'm never white. Like, so don't say. In the years that I have known you, you always say Cambodian lesbian. Because that's the number one answer. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's terrible. It's always funny to me because when I, like, look at, like, my group of friends is very diverse. But... It's always a fun guessing game. Like, yeah, yeah. I wonder what's what's, what's in your makeup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's what's some, going on here? some kind of ethnic. Yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. Some shade of earth tone. Some somebody. <laughs> somebody and then three other people. Just some sort of mixture. Some sort of mixture. Trail mix. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Ah, fucking trail mix. Oh no. Oh my god. So 
we, we've gone into you know extensive conversation about identity but I think part of figuring out your identity is actually being self-aware oh which that's oftentimes people think being self-aware is just oh I know who I am but like I, I used to think that too but I realized self-awareness is much deeper than that like it's much deeper than just saying yeah I know who I am and where I come from but more so I know what my morals are I know where I stand on certain issues and I know or I have some kind of idea as far as my place either in my immediate circle or in the grand scheme of just life in general what I'm supposed to bring mm-hmm. and same thing with identity self-awareness was not anything to me until I got to college um but it's tricky I I think for me with self-awareness the only way that I was able to pinpoint it or even start to think about it I had to go through some shit Mm -hmm. and that's so strange to me Mm -hmm. like with identity and self-awareness I always imagine it like someone just building a human and it's just like yeah these things are just already in there like these it comes with it yeah but no it's like extra software you have to download yeah (laughs) it's uh i remember hearing this thing how uh, stressful situations activates Mm -hmm. proteins in the brain and your neurotransmitters Mm -hmm. and so yeah when when trauma happens or Mm -hmm. whatever it starts active and turning things on inside of you Mm -hmm. um I mean, so that makes sense to me uh, when you say that. And um, the, yeah, I, I wouldn't wish trauma on people, uh, right. but it's definitely helped. Uh, I the, mean, the, I, the, I think the you're the a beautiful person. Yeah, I think you're a beautiful person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then when I hear like your story, um, just from talking to you or from your episodes, mm-hmm. I go, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> mean, I, and I think about the, the strong, beautiful people in my life. Mm-hmm. They all have some fucked up shit. Right. Like, and then right. sort of the softer people uh, in my life that mm-hmm. had nothing happen to them. Right. Okay, well, that makes sense. And right. somehow we have turned trauma uh, or these instances and it's morphed us into this crazy, yeah. cool thing. Turning trauma into triumph, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's always interesting to me, too, because, like, I think we said it on your podcast like just just go through something yeah yeah that's go, what it was go, yes. go through some just shit go through some shit like, I don't want to wish it on you but, but just I kind of do something <laughs> it doesn't have to be super traumatic just, just a light little just a little, a little something. something just a little something yeah and I I, I agree with that just because it's like I I think back to where I was you know three four or five years ago and compared to who I am now as two completely different uh-huh. people. And you think about identity and being self-aware within that identity and how that has changed. Like, one thing that I didn't used to do is I didn't used to look at each year and notice how I've changed throughout the year. But I had a conversation with my mom a while back where she was saying, like, you've changed so much. And I'm like, no, I haven't. She's yeah. like, but you have. And I'm like, how? Like, I, this is me every day. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but I only see you, like, right. once a year. Yeah. And I think I said this on the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Like, she, she said that, and I was like, oh, hmm, okay. 
So, yeah, so I see you like once, maybe twice a year, and each year there's something different about you. Like, I don't know what it is. Sometimes I can't exactly pinpoint it until you say something or you react a certain way to something. And I didn't used to pay attention to that. Now, like each year I try to take stock of like, okay, what happened this year? That's great. What made me grow? What hurt me or helped me or whatever? And apply that to the next year. So I look when I look back at social media is really good for this. Cool. Looking yeah. back at like Facebook memories, uh huh, and just even how I wrote about certain things or how I expressed myself, super different. Mm-hmm. Looking back, that's why looking at high school posts is so cringy. Like, oh, uh, everything was the most important thing. Everything was the I'm most so... important thing, and I thought I was so deep and uh huh. Uh, Gross. Yeah. Gross. And I look at it, I'm like, okay, cool. I've grown a lot since then. That That's great. Um, but with acknowledging that growth and acknowledging, like, oh, I was a piece of shit. Like, it took me so long yeah. to start to be self-aware. And I realized, at least for me personally, with doing therapy and trying to be a better person, you cannot do it without being self-aware. Uh, like, yeah. Like, as cliche as it is, my therapist has said to me, okay, the first step to getting over a problem is admitting you have a problem. Uh-huh. And, like, even even doing that, there has to be self-awareness there. You have to realize, okay, something isn't right within me, and this is why. How do I fix it? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, with doing therapy, my self-awareness, at least I think, has skyrocketed. To the point that I can, I can pinpoint better when certain things trigger me. Mm-hmm. I can, you know, being more in tune with my own energy and and my own uh, vibe, so to speak. I can be conscious of the energy that I'm giving to other people, yeah. which is why sometimes I will isolate myself. I'm like I'm not giving you off good energy, uh-huh. and being aware of how you affect other people is oh gosh, amazing like. Yeah. But it's hard shit. It's super fucking hard to think, okay, sometimes I'm not good for people. Or sometimes I can be too much for people. Mm-hmm. And I think part of self-awareness is being honest with yourself. Yeah. And saying, essentially, like, I'm not that great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not that great sometimes. Not that great. Yeah. And these are the ways. Yeah. Um, but I, I find a lot of people struggle with that. Yeah, it's it's the making the time yeah. to figure that out. Yeah, and that's why I like uh, I get super annoyed with uh, younger coworkers when some simple like movies. Oh, what mm-hmm. movie did you? Uh, whatever, some random movie. I'm like, why did you like? Well, it was cool. Yeah, but why was it cool? <laughs> I mean, there was this part, and this was fun. Mm-hmm. But why did you think? And so, because I would do that, where I would be pissed and snap at people, or I mm-hmm. would just be crying, or I would just be. I go, what, why, what, what is happening to me? Mm-hmm. And we do need to take that time to figure out, like, why, why do I, I shut down mm-hmm. uh, around older men, like, in authority. Mm-hmm. And I finally figured out it was because my dad. Yeah. I just, I, when I see an older man, I go, oh, my God, I turn yeah. into a little bitch. Right. That's why I prefer female bosses, right. female therapists, right. uh, female doctors. Like, I, I always go to female authority figures. Mm-hmm. 
because with a man I'm just like oh my god no right. um, but I if I didn't take the time I would keep running into that mm-hmm. be a little bitch and then never figure it never figure out why never figure it but now I can go have a male boss or whatever mm-hmm. and I could handle myself right because right. now I've figured out you figured what the out. hell the problem was yeah gotcha gotcha and mm. that man the, the work that that takes oh, oh gosh but it takes yeah it takes a while it takes a while yeah. and that's the frustrating thing too with uh, the journey to self-awareness so to speak is like thinking that you you finally figured it all out like, nope. like I got I got me <laughs> down to a science uh-huh. cool then some other shit happens <laughs> yeah. and then you're literally sitting there just like ah, there's where nothing was in- the answer for this <laughs> there's nothing in here in these notes <laughs> fuck what do I do new levels <laughs> yeah yeah like, and I, I had that moment recently um like uh last week actually uh, as far as being self aware I realized that I internalize other people's energies. And like um, and I my anxiety gets really bad if I think that I have let someone down or uh-huh. disappointed them in any way. And it Ooh. doesn't matter how small it is. That's me too. Like the situation was um I believe <coughs> oh what was it? I think my I think my girlfriend was trying to, my girlfriend was trying to do something with me and I couldn't. Um Oh no 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 that was the week before. <laughs> um it was we were we had plans or something like that and they just didn't work. Yeah. Just circumstances just did not work. And um I felt partly to blame for it. When in reality it was just timing trying to do something spontaneous and like it just did not work yeah. out because circumstances and I remember just just feeling like shit and I'm like fuck like I let her down and she wanted to do this but I can't it's my fault and just really just beating up on myself about it even though she was like nah babe it's fine uh huh like don't worry about it but in my mind I heard no, no, I mean it bothers me, but ah, whatever. Oh, it's fine. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. And the anxiety was just like, oh, you fucked up. You just got with her. What the hell? Like, what's wrong with you? And it was just overdrive. And it happened like two more times, and it was just like small shit, or like a change in schedule, or couldn't do something because I had something else planned, or whatever the case may be. Uh-huh. Really small, insignificant shit, but automatically I was like you're the fucking worst you idiot you idiot what's wrong with you you let her down she's disappointed in you and I was just like fuck this is not good yeah. and it put me in a mood it put me in such a funk I'm like she's still texting me and she's like yeah no it's fine Like, and she like changed the subject because she wanted to talk about something else and I'm just like stewing just nope I feel like shit uh-huh. I'm, not, I'm a terrible person and then something just clicked. It was one of those aha moments, just like light bulb. Uh-huh. Hey, this is bad, and this is why. You uh-huh. react this way to these things. Get a grip. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I once I realized it, I was just like, ah, oh, okay. New challenge. 
cool. Yeah. Fun. I was like, God damn it, I thought I figured it out. I thought I figured out everything. And then, you know, some other shit pops up. And it can be the smallest thing. But now, with with acknowledging that and having that moment of being like, okay, this is what sets me off. And this is not something that can necessarily be controlled. Mm -hmm. I can only control how I react to it. That moment was just like, all right, I got this. Uh And I think I tweeted about it and... Uh, my girlfriend had even responded like you got it you good thumbs up okay cool I still got work to do yeah which that's so annoying yeah still having work to do to work on myself I just I just want to take a break (laughs) right yeah and it's yeah I love that you you point that out it's never it's never it's never done yeah and that's uh, what we were talking uh, earlier about you know um fraternity drama I'm dealing with mm-hmm. and uh I've I've always been everything for the fraternity. Yeah. Everything rah rah fraternity. Yeah. Um but it wasn't until like a month or so ago where I was struggling with it because I, I just I don't align morally with what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. Um not not the ASU chapter but um and I I again it was a weird click mm. where it was I I don't ex my love for the brotherhood doesn't exist for them. Mm. It exists for these Arizona brothers. Yeah. Jeremiah, Greg. Yeah. Um, and the the Neos. And so when that clicked, it felt like this huge, like, cut, peeling or a cut of weight just yeah. fell off of it me. It just fell into the sea. And just it like, fell, yeah, it fell into the oh. sea. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> like, so, I, so once I, yeah, it, it's that weird awareness and... Um, and again, it it's never done, right? Right. And I, I like that you pointed it out because yeah. a year ago, fraternity me would have been like, yeah, fraternity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. now it's like, well, my my window is smaller now. Yeah. With with these brothers yeah. here, and um, I, I fuck with a, a few a few Cali brothers, of course, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's it's never the work is never done. Yeah, and it's it's interesting too, like to to go back to Greek life. We, we always preach, you know, you definitely are an individual within the whole, uh-huh. but oftentimes, especially when we're younger into the organization and into Greek life, we care more about the whole uh-huh. than the more individual. Than uh-huh. And I see it happen too often where the individual gets wrapped up in the whole and then they lose themselves, mm-hmm. and that becomes their identity. Yeah. But, or... Another situation, another scenario, you have people that come into Greek life that had not figured out any inkling of who they were before, so they don't exist without Greek life. Uh And those people are always easy to spot. Uh (laughs) Always easy to spot. And it's so interesting how it changes with time, because like you, I had a recognition, and I was just like, okay, don't really care for this part uh-huh my chapter is good yeah, yeah arizona we're good some parts of cali we're good and the first time i ever had that thought i felt so bad because yeah you feel the, like you're betraying the, the neo in yeah. me was like what you like and love all of your brothers all for the fraternity ah guns up ah. Yeah. <laughs> and like it was like that part of me was calling out like yo 
Yo, yo, chill. Yo, what are you saying right sit now, bro? Down. Yo, sit down somewhere. You're yeah. bugging. And it's it's always so interesting, like, because you see, I'm sure you've seen it too. You see Neos and you see the excitement. You see uh-huh. they're naive about everything. <sighs> and, and then you're just kind of like, bitch. Oh, just wait. Oh, just wait. Just wait. Just, oh you, my you God. might not be jaded, hopefully, but you'll be more realistic. Mm-hmm. Because, and that's that's a disconnect. Neos are always talking about the bitter old heads, and we're like, uh-huh. nah, we're Good. just realistic about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the moment that I became the bitter old head, I was like, oh, it makes sense. Yeah, now. didn't you feel it? Uh, it, was <laughs> it was so weird. So, we're talking about, you know, being self-aware and our identities and just how we realize we've changed over the years. Uh-huh. And how that affects our interactions with people. And we spoke a lot about it on, you know, talking about Greek life because that's our mutual common ground. Yeah. And a lot of this takes place uh, in that. Uh-huh. Um, so, namely, like, interactions with Neos. Like, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when it, you were talking about like being the old, the bitter old head. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it was weird because um, as not like being one of the founders, we didn't really have old heads here in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Josh was our old head. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, now I'll, I'll be trying to get to know like Neos, um, even interest, which is weird. Now I've decided I'm not going to interest events because it. You have to no, go to open house. I'm gonna be there. I have to see old people there that's, too. Yeah, that It'll is be comforting. That is always. We can just laugh fun. about the youngins. That's fine. Okay, I'll yeah. see. Yeah, I'll see. it's on Tuesday. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but I, I meant like, like interest socials where we're specifically mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Because I, I tried talking to them, but I'm, again, not like that. I'm better, but I just my thinking is of like, so, and I think this comes with uh, having a child. Um, I'm thinking more like survival. Like, right. do I have money for this shit? Right. Um, and even talking to Neos, where I'm like, what do you, what do you do on the weekend? Trying to get to know them. And they're mm-hmm. like, uh, I like getting drunk to the point where I don't remember anything. And I said, what? You know, that's a condition. What are you talking about? And he goes, no, nah, it's, it's fun. I'm lit. I'm lit. And I go, what? Like, I'll look this shit up. What is lit? It's somebody. And, ah, oh, man. So then now I'm the bitter old, like, why don't we just hang out? Right. Like get shots no, no just hang out man like just talk to me and so yeah, <laughs> yeah no I, I definitely relate to that even even coworkers too when when they uh oh, we just broke up with my boyfriend well, how long were you to get like a month I'm, I'm bra- it's a month you're 20 I'm like uh, god damn it's gonna be alright gonna you're gonna be okay. you're gonna have more relationships. You're gonna get some STDs. Like it's gonna be cool. Oh no! I hope not. <laughs> don't wish that no, on them. I don't wish it. It's what's gonna happen. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so the old that's one of the more recent ones that mm. I've accepted into my my overall identity pie mm. is uh I'm I'm kind of the old man now. I uh, feel that being, being 31 with the even with the kid I I get a lot of the 
I'll ask you know why didn't why didn't you invite me? You're like, well, you have a you have a son now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, but I still would have liked the text. Like, <laughs> right. Shoot me the text. You know I'm gonna say no. Then just send me the text. Still just show the text. It's courtesy. Yeah. So, or I'll be like, can I bring him to the part the barbecue? Like, what is he gonna do? I need diapers. I need food. I need food in case he doesn't like the barbecue food. Right. Yeah. There's different priorities. And there's different involved. priorities. I'm like, what movie can we watch the fastest while he's napping? Right. Like, I gotta watch movies by length, or I gotta go to see Avengers, like, during this nap or whatever at night. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so now my thinking is just somewhere else. Yeah. And it's, it's funny, because, like, I mean, I'm, I'm only slightly younger, and I don't have a kid, but I realize some of the things that I used to do and care about doing, like getting lit every weekend like and not just regular lit like blackout blasted yeah just i don't want to remember things yeah uh, that now scares me i'm yeah, like that's why, what... why would you, why would you no even even something simple like down to drink choice yeah like i remember a time of drinking uh like very very cheap vodka and uh, Circle case slushies. Oh, yeah. oh, no, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. Like, the ratio would be 50-50. Like, half slushy, half vodka. Terrible, terrible yeah. vodka. Like, oh, now, no. you put that in front of my face, and I'm like, oh, God, no. No, please. Huh. I might still try to drink it, depending on who I'm with. That's true. But that's not my go-to anymore. Uh-huh. Like, any time someone brings up four logos, I gag. Like, why would you... Uh, 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 it's carbonated cough syrup. Like, no. That's terrible. Like, don't do not do that. Yeah. Don't, do not. There's quality drinks. There's quality drinks uh. out there. And it's so funny, too, because, like, with my group of friends, and these are the same people that I used to drink all the cheap shit with, now, like, we'll have mimosas. <laughs> like, I fucking love them. Mimosas are great. We'll get lit off of mimosas. We'll get lit off wine or good beer. Good beer, yes. But like, wine, yeah. What? Now, oh, now it's like oh, look. I drink wine more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like to hear how much wine is like. Oh, I'm an old lady. I like wine. That's not an old people. It's just wine is good. I will take that. Give me my juice. Thank you. Damn it. But it's it's funny because like like with. With my neos, same thing. Uh, I'm like, why, why are you gonna do that? For what reason? How are you gonna pay for it? Yeah, how are you gonna pay? Uh, alumni's gonna help. Did you text have alumni? You, I just no. found out about it. You thought they're mind reading? What do you think is happening? <laughs> like one thing that always that always bugs me, even something simple is like planning. Like oh, now, yep. now that I'm older, like there are very few people that I can just do stuff with on the fly, uh-huh. and the reason I can is because they're coordinated. Even then, it's like okay, this time, boom, I'm there. Uh, every year we have the Founders Day march. Mm-hmm. Now, one oh, would yes. argue it's Founders Day. Of course, you can do the march. You know this every year. However, being grown with a job, job, you yeah. know, for some people, family career and the whole nine we can't meet up at asu at 10 a.m right to march through the mu yeah (laughs) like something like that i'm like can we can we move that can we do something in the evening right maybe at an event or something we can get alumni there 
We all have jobs and careers and families and shit. Uh huh. Be considerate, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, and I remember being in ER, I remember being younger and like not even considering that shit. Like, oh, jobs? Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. How about at this time? <laughs> Whatever time. What is it? In three hours. It's, right. I'm like, no. Yeah. We would, yeah, we would plan last minute shit, but now when I hear last minute events, I go, no. I hear, I'm not going. I, I'm not going. <laughs> exactly. I wish you luck. And I'm now so, my sorry, my threshold for what I consider last minute has risen so much where I'm like, oh, Pasole breakfast is in three months. Like I think this happened last year. I didn't hear about Pasole breakfast until like it's in December. I heard about it October. Oh yeah, oh, and I, yeah. and that's 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 what we do every year. Yeah. But I personally did not hear about it or hear that like they were selling tickets or about to. Until like late October, and I was just like, "So I'm not going." Is what you say? <laughs> so even for an event that we've literally been doing since way before I was a brother, like, yeah, nah, the last minute, the last goes up. Yeah. I I can't do it. I got priorities, man. Like, see, and it's not even necessarily I could be doing other things or I have other things to do. I could be doing nothing. Yeah, I like doing nothing. Yeah, but that's the thing too. Free time there's, is amazing. So, there's so many it's people so who are uncomfortable in, in just nothing. Yes. They're just doing nothing. Like yes. They feel like they have to, I have to, I have to be doing something. I have to be with somebody. Yeah. I have to be doing yeah. something. I, I realize there's a middle ground with that because it's either super young people mm-hmm. or super old people. Um, or old, I'll say super, much older people, like our parents' age. Mm-hmm. Because my mom is one of those, she has to do something. So like when she visits... I know there are things she wants to do, but for me, I don't want to do things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to relax. I just want to hang out. Yeah. But like, my mom cannot like. She one of her things that she always says is, "I don't want to leave my house to go and just chill in somebody else's house." And I'm like, um, "What? I love doing that. That's <laughs> my favorite thing to do." Right? Like, if I'm not chilling at home and having people come over, or it's just me, I would love going to someone else's house and chilling with those people. Uh-huh. That's cool to me. I'm good with that. I'm much more like indoors. Yeah. Wine. Well, yeah. Relaxing. Rather than turning the fuck up. Because uh-huh. now I am the angry old man. Oh and yeah. If, if I happen to go out, if I'm like on mill or something like that, like the last time I went to mill, I only went because like my whole squad was there and they convinced me. And there was a part of the night where I was kind of standing there and I was just looking around like, it's time for me to go home. I don't yeah. like this. And it always happens. Whenever I go out, it I can be cool for part of the night. Then there's always a point where I'm like, it's time to go home. Yeah. This is not for me anymore. It's your bedtime. Yeah. I know you have work tomorrow. What are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's insane. It's so crazy. Oh, that has changed yeah. over the years. I haven't. Uh, Serena and I would get those little. Oh, we miss Mill. Let's go to Mill. Let's go out. Let's dance like we used to. Think you remember we'll why you don't do it? Regret it. Regret it because it does turn into that thing of like, I. But I started looking at people and like, I think she's had too much to drink. Yeah. Someone's gonna yeah. rape her or like some it's, dude. I'm like that guy probably has daddy issues. Yeah, it's the I'm concerns. Like, yeah, I'm like, are these people okay? Are you like, okay? Is everyone all right? <laughs> 
Does anyone need a hug? Does anyone need a hug? I can talk to you. I can talk to you. You just come out of the closet. We all know who you are. You're uh, you're safe here. You're safe here. This is a safe space. You don't have to fuck that guy. Yeah, it's then it's just anger because people are throwing up or bumping into them. Yeah. I just dance. I, I can't like, dance. The lack of consideration There's gets no under consideration. my skin so much. Yeah. Someone bumps into me and I'm just like I'm done. Okay. And excuse me would have been nice. You oh, could yeah. yell it. Or that simple the just tap the tap little tapping to look like, oh, my bad. Because I'm good for that. Oh, yeah. I know you can't hear me. I'm just, oh, my bad. I don't even get that. They're just like, ah. Wow. I'm like, who raised you? Who raised you monsters? And then my night they is need trauma. No. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Greg. <laughs> yeah, damn it, Greg. Greg. Why would you say that, Greg? The only thing you say all night. Um, so with with you know being self aware and everything, um, and you know we've talked we've talked about so many facets of identity, and being mistaken for other things. Like for me, there is not just my mom or brothers or whatever. I'd get mistaken for gay because my closest friends were gay. Yeah. Um. So like, what other misconceptions have there been about you or your identity, or just like how you carry yourself? Um, I'd say the biggest one, um, which is weird now, I think this is the, the freshest one is the uh, being male and then being a dad. And so I, I get a lot of the, uh, um, so if one of the dads at the school forget the kid's lunch, they're like, forgot it, right? Uh, that's what dads do. I go, cause you're a shitty dad. Don't make me a shitty dad. <laughs> don't love me but, with you. Yeah, and uh, there'll be a few of my coworkers who have uh, shitty husbands, mm-hmm. and um, they're like, "Oh, you fucking men!" and like yeah. yell at me. Why yeah. are men like this? I go, yeah. I don't know. We don't have <laughs> meetings. Like you married the idiot. What? And so I get that uh, too. Oh, fuck, man, I didn't do this shit. And um, yeah, and then there's a lot of the whole. Uh, so with my son. He has really long hair, and uh, mm. he looks like a girl, really, if, mm. when we put his hair up. And we put him in, like, pink clothes. We just want him to wear everything, yeah. right against the pink, the flowers. Right. Um, and then they'll say, oh, your daughter. And I go, oh, I mean, it's my son, but it's whatever. <laughs> right. Uh, and they go, <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, he looks like a girl. Or just, like, when are you going to sign him up for football? Yeah. Well, let's get him some trucks. And I go, well, I mean, yeah, if he's into it, but I mean, yeah. I... It's that weird forcing the male idea yeah. onto him, yeah. and putting it onto me. Like, yeah. oh, you're gonna take him out to baseball, right? Or poetry readings, or yeah. dance class, like yeah. I whatever, mean, whatever he's, he's into. Like, yeah. oh, what the fuck? We got time. We'll fill it out. <laughs> See what he likes. He's two. <laughs> he doesn't have to decide. <laughs> that's that's funny too, because like I, we're thinking about misconceptions. Something that I used to get all the time when I was younger is people assume that I played sports. I'm like, nah, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. really care about sports. And it's a combination, at least I think, of being a big dude and being black. Yeah. Like, so people automatically say, I'm like, nah, I actually like poetry and art and music. Yeah. And they're like, what? Oh. Oh, really? Like, yeah. yeah. It's dope. So you don't like sports at all? I'm like, playing them, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm not a violent person. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And it's, it's always so interesting to me, because, like, now... 
uh, any as far as misconceptions with me, like one that's happened several times, and I've tweeted about this is being mistaken for a woman. Which that's yeah, always, I've seen these tweets. Yeah, that's always interesting, because it's only what? it's only like it's a very specific demographic. It's very old white men. God damn it! Yeah, and it. At one time, it was an older white woman, uh-huh. but she caught herself. She hadn't heard me speak, and I had I had my hair pulled back, and I mean I'm big, I have boobs, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but I hadn't said anything, and she referred to me as uh, her. Okay. And I was very confused because I was like tuning out the conversation. Then I heard her. I looked around. And I was like, "Is another person? Who what? the fuck?" And the, the guy that was standing next to her, he did the same thing. He was like, what are you talking about? Uh, and then she, like, looked at me again, and she's like, <gasps> and, like, her face turned red. Damn it. And then, like, it took me a minute to recognize, and I was just like, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. oh. <laughs> God damn it. It was awkward for her. I was like, whatever. Like, I'm in some of my feminine energy. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, the only other times were, like, older white men. And one that was very funny was um, he he was like, oh, anything I can help you with, ma'am? And <laughs> it caught me off guard because <laughs> it was at my job. Uh-huh. And I, I, had, I had never seen that guy in that, in that specific department before. Uh, so I think he was like newer. But I was like, what? And then he heard it. He was like, uh, sir, I mean, I mean, I, I was like, yeah, I'm just turning in my van. I was like, let him be uncomfortable. Yeah. And I just walked away. Which is, that's also something that's changed about like being self aware. I realized that before, I used to explain a lot. I'd over explain oh. so that the other person wouldn't feel uncomfortable. Now, oh, I'll let you sit in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> be uncomfortable with your fuck up. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you fuck up. Like, why should I up? save you from. Right. Like, why, why should I save you? And it's also tricky now, like, with the climate of things and people being misgendered, mm-hmm. which, like, it's not hard to call people by their preferred pronouns. We do it for dogs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we do it for animals all the time. Yeah. Like, you misgender a dog, and you're like, oh, it's actually a boy. Oh, he, him. Do the same. We all accept it, and it's, yeah. And just move, move the fuck yeah. on. Doesn't matter what you see or what you believe. Like, no. If I tell you what I identify as, call me that. Right. You piece of shit. <laughs> God damn it. <That's>, yeah. <laughs> but um, other misconceptions about like just my identity or like people trying to put me into a box, like the sports thing or whatever. Um, for a long time, there was a misconception about me that I was always angry. Uh huh. Which was couldn't be further from the truth. Like, and this wasn't even like during my depressive state. It was before that. And I'm like, what? What is? What is this? And I notice it. It keeps happening in the workplace, and usually it's white people. Uh huh. They will automatically assume that you're the angry, the angry you're black man, the angry ethnic. Yeah. Because you speak up about something, or you're not. I mean, you don't respond to a hello or whatever, and. I used to over-explain shit about people's misconceptions and be like, no, this is actually how I am and this is why I'm this way. Now I'm like, 
Assume what you want. I don't. Yeah. I don't even like you. <laughs> yeah. Assume whatever. I don't really care. People want to put. That there's a, an issue with humans wanting to, put other humans in boxes and mm-hmm. labels, because we want something. That can be easily read. It's neater. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. And I realize that that's the whole issue with. Um, people quote-unquote accepting transgender individuals or respecting transgender individuals uh-huh. because to them they're like well you look this way so i'm gonna call you this because of what i know i'm gonna ignore all this new information because no that doesn't match up with the label i'm trying to put to you mm-hmm. um like one of one of my boys he had said when i first started the podcast we had a test run then we brought that up and uh, shout out to my boy Jay. He had said something, and it was hilarious to me because I understood what he meant, but it was kind of offensive. He said, like, yeah, up until a few years ago, like, niggas didn't know that, you know, these were other options. Damn. <laughs> and the way he said it, I'm trying to remember, I think he had, like, phrased it like, like, Life is a video game, and we we had a, a select few options, uh-huh. select few characters, and now there's some other All shit these characters. that we don't understand and we Different know nothing worlds. about. And I understood that. I was like, Doug, you can't you can't trivialize it to that. He's like, I'm not trying to, but like you get me. <laughs> this yeah. is new, and we don't know how to react to it. I'm like, it's not up to us to understand, right. and that's not even just with that. It's people in general. How people live their lives or what they identify as or whatever their identity is in any facet is really none of our business. Mm-hmm. It has no it has no real significance on us. And it's like we're not living their lives for them. Yeah. So, I don't know. I kind of got on my soapbox with that. <laughs> got a little political there. That's all right. <laughs> but it's always it's always so interesting that a lot of the root of people's misconceptions about us are rooted in whatever stereotypes they believe, uh-huh. or their inherent desire to just I need to put this label on you because uh-huh. this is what makes sense to me. Yeah. Fuck your labels. Yeah. You, you bitches. Yeah. But which the the labels made sense when it was like something was 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 in the bushes, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh fuck that, mm-hmm. and then it was a lion, fuck that, right? right? Or these berries are this way, and these berries are this way. Mm-hmm. But when you start taking in something like identity, mm-hmm. which can't be in a box, right? Or well, we used to with man, woman, right? Uh, straight, and then uh, they're like, but I like men too, and so. Oh, fine, we'll make a gay box. And that's it. No more. And then we're like, but I like both. What? Or I was born this way, but I don't identify. And so right. the categorizing worked for everything else. Yeah. Uh, but I think as we've evolved with identity, even this would be cool to talk about one day, but like even art, really, yes. like dance or music yeah, or like yeah. what is rap music or what is rock music anymore? Mm-hmm. Um uh, even animation with like the new Lion King it's not hand drawn cartoons right. so even that definition is evolving it's mm-hmm. not just a clear cut right. uh, thing anymore but uh, no identity is not you can't neatly put it 
Yeah. And it, it is a struggle of like, do I take the time to? Because I, I do that too when someone has a misconception about me. I'm like, it comes to, do I take the five minutes to explain mm-hmm. this? Or do I'm just like, ah, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. And it, it sometimes it'll land on either one. Yeah. I think yeah. it just depends on the person of like, yeah. do I feel like this would matter? Yeah. So then Are I'll, they actually I'll receptive explain. to what yeah, I'm yeah. going to say? Uh, or if it's just whatever, then I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah. You can think it's a girl. Like, I don't really care. Right. Um, yeah, there, there's been a few times where like someone referred to me as her or ma'am, and I'm just like, whatever. I'm a woman today. Yeah. All right. It's happening. As long as you respect me. That's it. As long yeah. as you respect me, there won't be any problems. Otherwise, you have to tell a lot of people that yeah. a woman beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was very strong. Oh, he was very strong. A strong lady. He had a very deep voice. What the yeah. fuck? He fretted hard on me. <laughs> what happened? Which joke are we doing? I don't know. I don't know anymore. Why? Um, Damn, well, I, we pretty much covered everything. I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do multiple parts of this because cool. there's so many facets that we could They're talk really, about. really, yeah. I like that we chose a focus, though, like, so that we could have clear definitions and, and references and such. But thank you for being on. No, thank you for having me. I've, I've was, been, I I've been wanting to do this for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, felt, I felt I was, I thought, oh, I could, because uh, I threw up. Was it Thursday? Yeah. I thought, okay, it's in a few hours. Yeah. I threw up again. I go, okay, it's in two hours. Yeah. I threw up. I think it was the hour before I got, I'm done. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Gonna, and then today, I was like, the soupy poopies. And I go, please don't come out today. <laughs> and I was driving. I was like, let's hold it in. Let's hold it. But I've been good. No, I, I really appreciate uh, your podcast and what you do. We need to do a yeah. crossover episode that'd be where we record tight. both of ours. We need to do that. That'd oh, be, shit. That'd, that'd be, be tight, yeah. We've got to figure out, like, what we want to talk about. I'll let that... Like, I know I usually focus on, like, mental health and everything, but that could be, like, a free-for-all yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Because I'm trying to incorporate more topics and, like... I don't want it to always be serious. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, I did the, the bloopers thing or whatever. So I want to have more of that, too. Yeah, yeah. So I think, I think that'll be great. Yeah. We should have, like... Greg and Jeremiah here too. Okay, that'll, well, be, that'll awesome. be a four-hour. Yeah, be we'll, a, we, gonna, we'll have to do that Saturday. Yeah, we have to do that on a Saturday, and clear out some time yeah, for that. The whole day. Yeah. Yeah, I'll make sure we have wine and everything. Oh, well, then it's, yeah. I won't wear pants. Either. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. This is a no no pants zone. No pants. Oh god. <laughs> thank you for coming yeah, on, course, everyone. Thank you. This has been. Michael Lobo. What was the name you, you came up with? Bing Bang Lobo. Bing Bang Lobo, host of the Just Because yep, podcast. The Human Experience the human, podcast. It's see, such a long see, name. See if it was Just Because just, podcast. Just Because be the Human Experience podcast. So stupid. It's amazing. Dumb. It's quality stuff. I've been on there the a few podcast, times. Yes. Wait, which, yeah, I need to be you on there You need to again. jump on again. I, yeah. well, we could talk about it after, but yeah. For sure, for sure. yeah, yeah. But yeah, thank you for being on. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Peace and love to y'all.